The following program contains very strong language, obscene, politically incorrect jokes, distressing and violent themes, and in general, if you're some kind of a fucking pussy-ass sensitive snowflake, then you might as well turn around and get the fuck out of here. Alright, let's get this fucking party started. This is the Effective Mindset Podcast, episode 20. And today we're going to talk about some important shit, because 20 is another milestone, right? Just like 20th Century Fox, just like Vision 2020, just like this fucking crazy year, 2020, that we're in. It's supposed to be the best time ever. Turns out to be pretty dark times, pretty fucking dark times, wouldn't you agree? So, no time like the present. To get your fucking shit together. Stop drinking. Stop doing drugs. Stop doing. Stop falling for all those fucking vices. Alright? Put that shit aside. Just quit. Quit being a fucking loser. Instead, why don't you grab a fucking kettlebell? You don't have a kettlebell? <laughs> you tell them you don't have a fucking 50 pounds or, or dollars or whatever to buy a fucking kettlebell. They're not that expensive. And it's a great investment. So fucking get one. You get you got any barbells? Get any fucking dumbbells at home? Anything? No? <laughs> You're fucking idiot. What have you what have you been doing? What have you been doing all your life? What? I don't I don't fucking actually I don't actually don't wanna know. Tell you what. Tell you what I've been doing. For the most part of my life, I've been smoking weed. And I mean, I've been a fucking weed addict for the most part of my life. And recently, since the lockdown started, yeah, sure, that's a, you know, it, it was very encouraging to sort of cut down and get my shit together when it comes to that. Because, because smoking weed can be a very expensive habit. And, you know, it's pretty much up to you whether or not you're gonna let it control you or whether you're gonna get that shit under control and you know when you have your habits under control is when you decide okay right now i'm gonna have a smoke right now i'm gonna have a drink not like fuck i need a fucking smoke well life ain't easy life most of the time will encourage you to have a fucking smoke to sit back to fucking turn on the Netflix, whatever, and just fucking let it all pass you by. But that's not what it's all about. So, took me a long fucking time to figure that shit out. A while ago, I, you know, uh, I stopped sort of lying to myself. I sort of started acknowledging the fact that, yeah, I do have a fucking problem. Because it, it is a problem when it's out of control. And when is it out of control? When it makes you do irrational shit. All right. The shit that doesn't really make sense, but it's like, yeah, it may not be making much sense, but if I do roll the dice, then it might just turn out great. Right. And I'm not saying don't take risks in your life. I'm just saying if you're about to take a risk, it better be a calculated one because sometimes you might get overwhelmed, shit might get out of hand, and then 
there might be some people who might not necessarily give a shit about your fucking misfortunes or whatever. It's because they don't want to get, they don't want you to drag them down. They don't want you to slow them down. They don't want you to participate in whatever the fucking shit you got going on. And they wouldn't want to associate themselves with your fucking misery. So if you advocate mediocrity, good for you. You go and do that on your own. I don't fucking give a shit about mediocrity. You know why? Because I've been mediocre for way too long. So, so yeah, that's uh, that's a good start of the episode twenty, the the the, the so-called milestone episode. So, since it's a milestone episode, I'm gonna get mildly stoned. All right, all day long. I've smoked very little weed. I've worked out way too long today. I can feel it. I can already feel it that I kicked my own ass to a point where I'm almost falling asleep now. But that's great, especially for someone who lacks sleep on a daily basis, you know, just because you get the demons inside your head, just because you get shit going on, just because whatever your fucking reason, whatever your fucking excuse, right? Didn't I tell you before that excuses are for fucking losers? Well, (laughs) I stick to that. And now, so that this episode, you know, is consistent and makes sense at all, I've made some notes, all right? So let's start with moving a SIM card from pay-as-you-go to pay-monthly. So, you know, you get the pay-as-you-go SIM card, you get a... Top it up every month or so uh, with whatever undisclosed amount of money, 10, 20, 30 pounds, whatever, dollars, whatever. And you get a certain allowance for it. And then so does that allowance runs out unless you get unlimited data, which doesn't make any fucking sense whatsoever because it's just well overpriced. So you get a, you get a let's say you get like four gigabytes, like, okay, pay you go. And then you realize like, fuck, four gigabytes, that's like, 20 podcasts and my fucking data's out. I listen to 20 podcasts in five days. <laughs> Six fucking days. I don't know. I listen to 20 podcasts a week. All right. So that's not going to do it. So I'm like, you know what? I'm fucking sick of that shit. I'm sick of that fucking topping up. I'm sick of being overcharged for, for something that should be free. It's internet. It should be fucking everywhere. For free. But hey ho, so I'm like, you know what? I'm just gonna check out these pay monthly SIM only deals, right? I got my iPhone. I don't need a, I don't need a new iPhone just because the new one came out. Actually, I gotta correct that. I do like the new iPhone SE because it's got the physical, like a fingerprint scanner, you know, the 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 uh, fucking touch ID uh, rather than a face ID, which I really don't like. Uh, but hey, it's like I said, it's a matter of personal preference, you know. I know people who don't even use that feature, who just type in the fucking passcode. So, great, you, you just spend a thousand pounds on a phone, and you don't even use its features for which you've paid the thousand pounds. Unless, why else would you pay a thousand pounds? Well, you wanted a nice camera? <laughs> Give me a fucking break. But anyway, yeah, yeah, you know, the, the brand new iPhone SE is not a bad idea. But then I don't need it um, right now. So so I just needed a SIM-only contract, unlimited data, 
whatever. So I got that. The only issue is this unlimited data from 3, for the most part, doesn't work or works extremely slowly. All right, I get it. Okay, well, you know, you're rolling out 5G and all that. All right, I get it. That's supposed to speed things up. But for fuck's sake, for fuck's sake, 4G is supposed to be working just fine. How come is it that unless you live next to a fucking highway or a ring road or a uh, health center or a supermarket, unless you live next to one of those places, your internet is just going to suck dick. All right. No offense to anybody who likes suck, sucking dick, whatever. Do you? <laughs> Do whatever the fuck makes you happy. All right. I just want to have fast internet and because uh, i pay for that shit and uh and that's it I, i'm a fucking simple guy all right i don't need much to keep me happy but when i can't download a fucking podcast because it says this item is over 200 megabytes well i know it's over 200 megabytes bitch i get unlimited data i don't give a fuck just fucking bring it on so if, if, if it's a fucking 145 megabyte podcast it's not gonna fucking download because three couldn't be asked to give me what i fucking pay them for and you know what the worst part is you know they, they have this lovely customer service and they're always doing their best to help you but it's just that the infrastructure is pathetic all right fucking pathetic all right i've uh, in three major cities uh in england i've always had issues with this fucking thing like large cities all right somehow somehow it doesn't work anywhere it's like okay i pay you for the unlimited data so i pay like top of the range fucking contract there is right top of the range plan right somehow just the service that I'm being provided. And every single fucking time, every single phone. Okay, I've had like 12 iPhones in the row. 11 or 12 of them. Are you telling me that it's Apple's fault? That the 4G doesn't work? That the fucking internet doesn't work at all? You know, it's like next to my bed, 3G sometimes fucking catches up. Sometimes it doesn't even refresh my fucking inbox. So are you telling me that it's Apple's fault? What do I need, what do I got to do? What the fuck do I got to do to get you to get me the fucking services that I pay you for? Fucking loser. Seriously, I'm going to I'm going to quit this fucking network cuz I can't I just can't have it drag me down. It just keeps on going on. The amount of fucking time that I've spent with this fucking customer service trying to resolve these endless fucking issues with 3 Jesus fucking Christ. I had enough. Fucking fuck this shit. <sighs> Anyways, lately I've been going through my LinkedIn and I found this uh, post by Karen Ray. And it says, what's the difference between a good and an exceptional leader or team member? The ability to perform at the highest level regardless of what is happening around them. All right, Carolyn, let's say I agree. It's a bit of a recycled thought. You know, I heard it about 20 fucking thousand times. 
<laughs> Anyways, the fact that I heard it 20,000 times does not mean that it's not true. And uh, I heard it a lot of times from you. So I guess you're just reinforcing what you really believe in, which is really good. Um, I believe that performing at the highest level, regardless of what is going on around you, means you can disconnect. You can disconnect from the drama. You can disconnect from the bullshit. You can disconnect from all the little chit-chat and all the fucking shit that doesn't matter at all when you really think about it. And just get on with whatever it is that you're doing. And performing at the highest level regardless of what is going on around you, does not necessarily mean, you know, my boss wants me to deliver on this, and I'm going to fucking deliver on this, no matter what. Sometimes it's impossible to deliver the results that somebody expects from you. Sometimes you got to slap them with a reality check. Sometimes it is you not doing what needs to be done in order to deliver on the job, and that's wrong. That's not what I wanted to focus on. What I wanted to focus on is those situations when you're really sweating your fucking brain out, right? You're really doing your fucking best. And yet, somehow, shit still hits the fan. And you don't see a solution. You don't know what to do. You, uh, you freeze. And that's the last thing you should do. The last thing you should do is freeze. The first thing you should do when you don't know what to do just take a breath just sit back and uh, just 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 try and not think about that for a moment because you're gonna get, get overwhelmed you don't want to get overwhelmed you don't want to let this shit take over you don't want to let the stress take over you need to disconnect from what frustrates you you need to disconnect from the fact that you just got pissed off with something you need to disconnect you need to learn to disconnect and the best way to disconnect is to remember that shit doesn't revolve all around what's going on right now okay it's a situation we got a problem how am i going to deal with it how am i going to figure out a way to deal with it that's performing at the highest level Rather than focusing on things you have no impact on, focus on what you can change. Focus on what's within your reach. There will always be incompetent people around you. There will always be people who stand in your way. There will always be people who don't really give a fuck. Who are just there to collect the fucking paycheck. Who don't care about the outcome. Who cause more problems than necessary. Not that any problems are ever necessary, but let's, you know, my point is, there are people whom you aren't going to be able to change, and you shouldn't want to change those people. It's their fucking problem. Listen, if you want to be a fucking mediocre moron, then be my guest and fucking be it. The moment you stand in my way, though, I'm going to get you out of my fucking way. Alright, I'm first going to try and work with you. I'm going to try and understand where the problem is. Maybe you need help. Maybe you need help. Maybe you are struggling with something yourself. Maybe you, you can't cope with your fucking responsibilities. Or maybe your workload has tripled over the past two weeks and you just don't know how to fucking handle it. Could be a hundred thousand different scenarios. But I'm going to try and help you if you still remain 
an incompetent moron, I'm gonna get you out of my fucking way because I am on a mission. I got things to do. No offense, you are slowing me down. I'm gonna try and work with you, but I'm not gonna waste all my energy on you. So focus on what you can do. Usually, um, usually people that are difficult to deal with at work, you can find a way to deal with them. And usually that requires aptitude for adaptability. Fuck, is that even a... <laughs> just being able to adapt, okay? Just fucking simply... Let's just simplify things, Mike. Can we just... Right. What I mean is... Don't try and change people. If you see that somebody is rather difficult to deal with, you find a way to deal with them. Don't try and make things work your way. Or if you are, then try and be subtle about it. I say friendliness and compassion are the ways to go. And arrogance isn't. So if you come across an obstacle at work, such as a difficult colleague or whatever, you know, a person that, that you have to deal with and, and they seem to be rude or this or that, well, don't point out to them, like, oh, you're being rude, actually, you know, you're an asshole. That's not going to do you any good. Rather than that, try and disconnect for a second. Don't try and think, why are they being rude? Just figure out, maybe they have a reason, okay? Maybe, maybe they just don't know how to manage their anger, how to manage their emotions. I'm not saying that's a good thing. I'm just saying, you probably shouldn't be trying to set them straight just because you are dealing with them at the moment. Maybe that's just what they are like. Maybe they're just a fucking asshole every day of the year, every fucking day of the month. You have no impact on that and you shouldn't have impact on that. And the, the well, let, let's, let's rephrase that. The best impact you can possibly have is give out a good example, okay? So lead by example. You see someone that's clearly struggling with their workload, with their emotions, with whatever it is that they're struggling with. And that shows in their behavior, their attitude, maybe they're burned out, whatever. Rather than amplify the negative shit that's coming out of them, I would say you show them some love and try and be sympathetic and try and figure out, hey, what if, what if just for a second I bend my fucking ego just a tiny little bit or best maybe put it in my fucking pocket because I am dealing with a big ego here, right? This guy, this guy isn't rational. This guy isn't thinking logically, or this chick, whatever, I don't discriminate when it comes to being fucking ridiculous, you know. Maybe, maybe their coping mechanism isn't set straight. Maybe they don't know how to disconnect themselves from whatever it is that's bothering them. But trying to point that out is probably not going to work. The best thing you can do is just show them Okay, look, man, shit's fucking difficult, I get it. Let's just help each other out, okay? I am coming to you 
because I need help. I see that you don't want to help me. I see that you don't want to be doing this job in the first place. I see that your fucking plan <laughs> is laying on a beach, you know, and, and just having fun. But that's not what this is about. So rather than trying to educate somebody on that, rather than trying to to point out, oh, hey, you're being rude. Actually, you're being rude. Actually, I don't have to deal with it. Actually, so many fucking, the amount of fucking times that I heard that I'm being rude. Bitch, I'm under pressure because of people like you telling me, focusing on the tone of my voice rather than getting your fucking job done right in the first place. If you got your job done right, then we wouldn't have a situation that we were in. That's, for the most part, the, 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 the case that I'm talking about. So, rather than you focusing on the fact that my tone of voice has changed gradually over time, as I've been dealing with you, when I first approached you, I was as fucking nice as it gets, and then all of a sudden, I stopped being so nice, right? And then all of a sudden, I'm not being nice to you at all. But I'm actually asking, hey, can you please get this done? Because I've asked you two weeks ago. I've asked you nicely. Nothing was done about that. Clearly, I haven't expressed, I haven't stressed it enough how important it actually is. But I need it done. I need it done now and I need you to help me. Are you going to help me or does this need to be escalated further? Oh, actually, you're being rude. I don't don't feel like I have to deal with you at all. Because you're being rude, you're being arrogant, you're being this and that. No, no, no. You take a breath. Disconnect from your emotions. Just take a fucking breath. And look at it objectively. What is standing in the way of you getting the job done? Let's establish that. I don't personally care about you. I personally didn't know you existed before I first started interacting with you. Thus, I have nothing personal against you. It's just that you are really slowing me down. And I really need to get this done because it's way overdue already. And I'm going to get my ass kicked if I don't get this done right. And if I don't get this done on time because I get deadlines. So rather than focusing on your personal feelings... Oh, because, you know, he was being rude and I didn't feel like... Rather than focusing on all that, why don't you disconnect from that for a second? Why don't you focus on why is this guy pissed off? Why is he upset? Why is he... Why is he... What is... What what happened? If you, for a second, can disconnect and look at things from a different angle, then you will very likely, you will very likely figure out that perhaps something went wrong along the process, right? As, as you know, along the way. And that's what caused it. <clears throat> you didn't pay enough attention. You, you, you've shown absolute lack of compassion, absolute lack of interest in something that should be, that you should be interested in because it's part of your fucking job. Okay, I am willing to let that go. I am, I'm not going to hold personal grudges against you or anything like that. Let's just figure out a way, okay? Let's just forget about our personal feelings. If I hurt your feelings, <laughs> I'm sorry about that. But isn't it because you could not disconnect from your emotions? Isn't that why you got your feelings hurt? 
So let's just move on from that. Let's just forget about all this nonsense because it's fucking nonsense. It's irrelevant. It's a waste of time. I don't have time for that. That's not what they pay me for. It's a waste of time to focus on your emotions because I hurt your feelings because you couldn't deal with whatever your workload is, whatever your responsibilities are. That is none of my concern. What I want to do is get the job done. And I'm going to do it by finding common ground. So you got your feelings hurt. I got my feelings hurt because, you know, you didn't like the tone of my voice. Well, I, I despise incompetence. So I guess we're square, right? Now let's move on and let's figure out a solution. And really, if you take a breath, if you, if you sleep on it, if you, whatever you're going to do, if you take a day, you then, once, once, once things have cooled down a little bit, that, that all that shit boiling in your head, once that is cooled down, then you will be able to look at it objectively and think, hey, maybe he was right. And if you put your ego in your pocket, then, or, or best, I don't know, just, 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 just make it go away for a minute. Do whatever you're going to do. Just make it go away for a second. Then you will realize that, hey, I did not agree with this guy for so long because it was my ego speaking, right? Because I got pissed off and then I couldn't admit that I was wrong because that would make me look weak. That would make me look unprofessional and all that. And the amount of fucking times that I've dealt with a situation like that, I could not count. Where somebody lets their emotions take the lead whenever they emerge. So whenever there is an upsetting situation, whenever there is a situation at work that causes you whatever kind of distress, you just immediately lose it. You just immediately let the emotions take over. God forbid, if it's something really extreme, then you start fucking crying. You know what? Get your fucking shit together and disconnect from that. Because emotions will never ever lead you to the right direction. They will never ever provide the right resolution. Well, unless it's a coincidence that your emotions fall into, you know, fall together with logic or whatever. But the only effective way of dealing with a problem is by implementing common sense or logic or science. Emotions will never, ever work. That's why when you're dealing with an emotional person at work, the best thing to do is... Be aware of those emotions. Keep them in check. Don't let yourself fall into the same category. Don't let yourself fall into the same fucking black hole of, of, of misery that is executing based on emotions. Don't go there. It's, it's, not a, it's, not, it's a dark place. It's not the right place to be. Don't go there. Instead, take a breath. Did I just say take a bath? Take a breath. <laughs> right, maybe it's time to, to change the subject. But yeah, that's what I think. That's what I think. You can, you can always figure out a way. And it's up to you. You can figure out a way to deal with a problem. But the least effective way to, of dealing with a problem is letting emotions take the lead. And sadly, that's for the most part what causes 
disagreements, misunderstandings, fucking constructive dismissals, disciplinary meetings, and all that fucking nonsense. It's because people let the emotions take the lead. People don't look for a solution. People don't look for, a, for the core of the problem, of the issue. And that accumulates, that builds up, that then transcends into something fucking worse. And, and that's what you don't want to happen. Transcend? Is that the right word? Have I used the right word? Transcend? Transcend. What? American science fiction thriller film directed by... That's not what I'm fucking looking for. To transcend. What does that mean? Meaning? Be or go beyond the range of limits or limits of a field directed... That's exactly the word that I was looking for. This isn't my native language. So maybe I'm doing something right. But hey, enough bragging, enough fucking all of that. Let's just take a look at another thing that I want to talk about on this episode. And that is... Oh, shit. Hold on. Right. That is good. I'm not sure if you've seen it, but I hope you have. Jocko Willing has this excerpt from his podcast called Good. It's on YouTube and it is empowering. It's fucking strong, powerful message. Every single time I click on that video, somehow it always manages to get me, keep me up and get me going. Or maybe get me up and keep me going. <laughs> Either way, whenever in doubt, or when I'm feeling a bit under the weather, or I, I feel like I'm lacking motivation, which I've already established quite a few times that I don't give a fuck about. Motivation is motivation, you know, that's, that's like I said, that's unreliable. Discipline is what it's all about. So whenever I'm lacking that tiny, tiny percentage of motivation or, or that, that big percentage of discipline that I need, this guy reminds me every single time so effectively that it's up to me and I better get up, get my fucking shit together and get after it. So now I'm going to read a tiny bit of that excerpt. When things are going bad, don't get all bummed out. Don't get startled. Don't get frustrated. No. Just look at the issue and say, good. Now, I don't mean to say something trite. I'm not trying to sound like Mr. Smiley Positive Guy. That guy ignores the hard truth. That guy thinks a positive attitude will solve problems. It won't. But neither will dwelling on the problem. Now, accept reality, but focus on the solution. Take that issue. Take that setback. Take that problem and turn it into something good. Go forward. And if you're a part of a team, that attitude will spread throughout. Finally, if you can say the word good, then guess what? It means you're still alive. It means you're still breathing. And if you're still breathing, that means you've still got some fight left in you. So get up, dust off, reload, recalibrate, 
re-engage and go out on the attack. Now, if this doesn't get you pumped, <laughs> I don't know what will, but reading this fucking thing just got me pumped as fuck. <laughs> That's some good shit right there. That is good. That's a good message. And that's effective and helpful. Rather than letting your emotions take the lead, rather than letting it all fucking slip away, and rather than letting it all collapse, just take it easy, for fuck's sake. Just take a breath. Disconnect from your emotions and reconnect with common sense. That's the best advice I can give you. But now, let's go and read some comments under that video on YouTube because those are all so fucking good. All right, so let's go. All right, one guy says, I wish I could upgrade the Alexa in my kitchen to be a Jocko. <laughs> I don't have Alexa, but I said the same thing about Siri. I want Siri to sound either like Jocko or Bill Burr. All right, for obviously two different reasons, but I'm, I'd be fine with either. But that artificial, annoying fucking voice that Siri uses just drives me fucking nuts. <sighs> Anyways, uh, <laughs> no, for real though, I fucking hate that voice, all right? I'd rather hear Bill Burr saying that he would put me through the fucking wall than listen to that cunt for one more fucking second. <laughs> but hey, that's just me and that's subjective, you know. Tough love, Siri. But all right, back to the comments. Cat uh, cancer? Good. Finally an opponent of your caliber. Cat <laughs> dementia? Good. Got dementia? Good. Got dementia? Good. Got dementia? <laughs> right, what else? Got throat punched by a Thai boxer? Good. Now I sound like Jacko. <laughs> Your engagement got called off? Good. Dust off. Re-engage. <laughs> what else? Have you or a loved one have been diagnosed with mesothelioma? Good. You might be entitled to financial compensation. <laughs> Me. I'm disabled. Jacko. Good. You don't have to train legs. <laughs> Erectile dysfunction? Good. More time to cuddle. <laughs> Wife just told me her great-grandma died. Tried it. She didn't like it. <laughs> this shit's hard, man. What else do we have? Surgeon's assistant. Patient is dead. Surgeon. Good. Now we know to not start with the brain when doing a heart transplant. <laughs> Well, it just keeps going on and on. Blind? Good. You thrive in the dark. <laughs> Got dumped? Good. 
there's more fish out in the sea. <laughs> well, that's actually very true. Don't ever chase that pussy that dumped you. Um, either way, you know, all of these, all of these are fucking solid, right? <clears throat> so yeah, that's it. When, like Chaco said, when things are going bad, something good always comes out of, no matter how dreadful the fucking situation. So it's up to you to take it in your own hands and fucking deal with it. Holy shit, I'm still pumped. I'm still pumped after I read that transcript. And it wasn't actually specifically from the video. It was from the, uh, it was an actual excerpt from the Jacko podcast. Uh, the video is a little bit more compressed, but I still recommend you watch it because it's the best thing you will see. The best thing you will see when it comes to motivation. And that's all the motivation you will ever need. As long as you have two or three fucking cells in your brain that are still working, you will be able to connect the dots and figure out, hey, you know what? It actually is up to me. And it's actually good that someone fucking pointed that out. So... That's my go-to when it comes to, when it comes to just keeping it, staying on the path, you know. Honestly, the best fucking podcast ever. Like I said before, Echo Charles gets nowhere near enough credit. This guy actually, after all, is the producer. So he does all of the video editing. Uh, obviously, there's not that much video going on. I, I don't even fucking watch the, the video ones. I just listen to it on the on the Apple podcasts. But it's Jocko, uh, sorry, it's Echo who puts it all together. It's Jocko who talks most of the time. But it's also Echo who does all the hard work when it comes to actually delivering the product. And speaking of products, they have whole bunch of amazing products on their website on the Jocko store go to Jocko store and get something just support their podcast it's the best fucking podcast out there it's the best podcast out there no question it's a different podcast than the Joe Rogan experience for example but then it's focused on something else and let's just make it clear it was on Joe Rogan's podcast where I first heard of Jocko who changed my life for the better so thanks again, Joe Rogan, and keep getting after it because you're fucking awesome with everything you do. And I fucking love, love Joe Rogan's podcast. But then there's Jacko. And you know what? Tim Ferriss has a fucking banging podcast too. And actually before Jacko started his podcast, I think even before he was on Joe Rogan's podcast, the first uh, like like proper known podcast that Jocko was on was Tim Ferriss. I might be wrong about that, don't quote me on that, but I think Tim Ferriss was the first guy who said to Jocko, you know what, you should do a podcast, man. You should fucking do a podcast. And then Joe Rogan said the same thing, and the next thing you know, boom, Jocko podcast is on. And I still have a lot of episodes to listen to. I've listened to probably over half of them. But that, that is nowhere near where I need to get. And that is genuinely the best fucking education I ever got. Joe Rogan, Jacko Willink, and a few other podcasts that I could list right now, but I'm not going to. Because these two, these two are life-changing. So do yourself a favor and listen to them. Don't, don't fucking waste your time on this shit. 
that is obviously given that you have time on your hands, but I'm pretty sure that everyone could find two or three hours within a day to, uh, to listen to a podcast. If you do, then those are the ones. Uh, right, moving forward, what else do we have in my notes regarding episode 20? Right, I wanted to speak a little bit about the John Anthony West uh, and his Sphinx theories. Uh, since, and, and this is my thought about that, because obviously we all know, if you haven't checked John Anthony West on uh, Joe Rogan's podcast, then you should go there straight away and uh, and just listen to it. Either one of them, there are a few as far as I know. Oh, actually, hold on. John Anthony West, I think that was just one. Two podcasts. Yeah, two, two. One was on Skype. I think that was that was one. And then the another one was like in person and blew my fucking mind. John Anthony West is was the go-to guy when it comes to ancient Egypt, Sphinx, and all of that. And since the Sphinx was supposed to be facing some constellation of stars, like, don't ask me, I'm no fucking scientist, I'm a fucking moron, but I know that it was facing some constellation of stars or some, some something like that. Um, what if, because there was all sorts of theories, who built the Sphinx, how old it actually is, apparently, you know, part of it is uh, older than the rest of it, etc. Apparently the face of the Sphinx was reconstructed, the whole head whatever. Um, So there are a lot of question marks, a lot of unanswered questions. Well, my theory is, what if the Sphinx was built by an ancient civilization, which was in touch with the aliens that lived in that galaxy that the Sphinx was facing? Or, you know, that that constellation of stars, you know, planets revolving around them, etc. What if the aliens with whom, you know, that ancient civilization was in touch with, what if they, what if the Sphinx was built so that those aliens through the telescopes could see it looking at them? So it was nothing else than just like, you know, here's your, here's a fucking Sphinx for you. You you, you check it out on the telescope. It's looking straight at your planet. (laughs) It's possible. What if that was the main purpose of the Sphinx? How do you know? How the fuck do you know? It's all theories. That's my theory. So don't dismiss it. Just fucking analyze it. And maybe try and come to some conclusions. Because the way the pyramids have been built, the way the Sphinx was built, all of it makes absolutely zero sense based on, you know, the, the official narrative that, that those were primitive people and it was an ancient shitty civilization and all they had was a fucking hammer and a nail. Well, obviously, with shit like that, it's kind of hard to carve the stones into fucking perfect squares, etc., and each one of them weighing tons and tons. It's all sort of, like, unexplained. That's why I think, okay, whether or not aliens were involved... I think this could have to do with that constellation of stars and planets running all around them. That maybe, maybe we've been in touch, like like that ancient civilization was in touch with with those creatures from out there, you know, and uh, 
And maybe they just built it so that those creatures from, from that other galaxy far, far away could just look at these things from the telescope and be like, shit, these guys are legit. Well, anyway, that's a theory. That's my Sphinx theory. What else? Reset theory. Uh, that's, that's a whole new episode, I think, because I do also believe that there was a reset of civilization, you know, that, that in other words, we have come, I, I keep saying we, that ancient civilization has come to a point where it was really advanced. And, and then you get a reset. I don't know, like a cataclysm, like a natural disaster, like maybe they nuked themselves out. Anything could happen, right? They, 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 could, have, they could have wiped themselves off of the face of the planet as far as I, you know, far as I know, looking at, the, looking at humans in general, like, a, you know, humankind. Since its, since its beginnings, we've always been fighting. We're just fucking animals, except we're, we're the worst sort of animal there is. Um, because we erase everything around us as well. Like when we build cities, where do you think all these squirrels go? Yeah, some of them, some of them live in my, you know, in the garden outside my house, up in a tree. But where, what's up with all the rest, all the wildlife? We got rid of all that. When we built the fucking streets, when we built the roads, when we built towns and cities and all that, and we get rid of the weaker populations, whatever, weaker communities, etc., you know, the stronger will prevail and the weak will fucking give in. And that's, that's, that's how it's always been working since the beginning of times. So that's what I think. We, we, we might have wiped ourselves out, <clears throat> you know, looking at how things are going lately. Um, we're pretty much on the brink of war. That's, that's what everybody's saying, you know, the mainstream media are doing their fucking best to scare the shit out of you. To scare the living fucking shit out of you. And that's why I don't even go there, alright? I avoid all of the mainstream media, all of that TV bullshit, because all they do is sell fear. They just feed you fear all day long. It's extremely biased, alright? Whether it's CNN, which is gonna be leftist leaning which is gonna be just fucking outrageous bullshit what else you got fox news which is conservative leaning which is just a different kind of shit all of them feed you different kind of fear but end of the day their product that they're selling is fear <clears throat> you know patrick but david said that on his podcast and uh it made so much sense to me again another podcast another thing that i've learned something from that was as far from f mainstream media as it fucking goes all of these people they piss on mainstream media you know why because they all know that mainstream media is full of shit what was the last time that you turn on bbc cnn cnbc any of them any of them fox news and majority of the information was positive it never happens. They will throw in tiny piece of entertainment, just like Patrick but David said. Tiny piece of entertainment every, like, here and there. But the main product that they're selling is fear. And you know what? I fucking despise mainstream media. Just as much as I despise incompetence. 
because incompetence and mainstream media have a lot in common. <laughs> mainstream media aren't very competent people. Mainstream media are a bunch of idiots. They're a bunch of fucking hypocrites who will sell you whatever they need in order to survive. And it's never good. They don't ever sell you anything good. They want you to get hooked on fear because that's their product. They want you to be scared and they want you to rely on them as your source of information. And I don't know, I, as far as I know, fear can be a very effective tool when it comes to managing people. Get them scared, then they will, you know, obey and follow your instructions, all right? How much, how much more proof do you need to wake the fuck up and realize that mainstream media are not your friend? They're the tool of whoever needs to feed you some negative shit so that you're scared and feel small and shitty. So it's up to you, but I suggest turn the fucking TV off. Don't let them get in your head. Because once they're there, it's hard to get them out. It's actually pretty fucking easy to get them out, but it's all a matter of your, of your will. Whether or not you're strong, whether or not you, you actually have some courage in you and are willing to look at things from a different angle than the angle that they're selling you all this fucking shit from. So it's up to you, but you know, mainstream media, AOC is mainstream media. Yeah, you get that right. AOC, that crazy bitch. She is mainstream media. She is one of her favorite people. <laughs> you know what AOC is? She's a dysfunctional fucking hypocrite who said on the mainstream media <laughs> that people are breaking into shops and looting and rioting because they're hungry, because they need food. Bitch, they don't sell food at Apple Store. They don't sell food at Samsung store. Those stores got fucking broken into and shit got stolen from them. Are you trying to tell me that a bunch of fucking Antifa whatever maniacs who are burning cars and stopping people and beating the fuck out of people and, uh, you know, creating all that fucking violence and attacking cops and throwing bottles at innocent people and just fucking causing all that unnecessary, disgusting violence. Are you telling me that they're doing that because they're fucking hungry? Well, give me a fucking break. And I'll tell you one more thing. Just because I'm a white guy and, you know, and, and that immediately makes me the enemy of Black Lives Matter, of feminists, of women, of everything, right? Of everything. I'm, I'm the fucking, I'm the, the source of all evil, right? As a white male. I'll tell you one thing. As a white male, I can implement some common sense and, and fucking skin color has absolutely nothing to do with that. Nothing. 
and the fucking gender has nothing to do with that either. I just don't let my emotions take the lead when I'm on the fucking television. First of all, I'm not. <laughs> but if I was, I'm pretty sure I wouldn't say all of that preposterous shit that AOC says on a fucking weekly basis. How come someone like that with these insane fucking points of view, with these insane ideologies, how come someone like that got elected to Congress? That's what I don't fucking understand. That's what I actually have a bit of a problem with. Because she is dangerous and she is causing chaos and she's destructive. And she has the whole BLM bullshit movement behind her. And as it turns out, they are dangerous people. And I'm not saying anything against them. I'm saying, okay, you haven't been treated right, but violence is not the solution. And what you're fucking doing, destroying towns you were born in, dragging people out of cars, shooting people, all of that is just fucking stupid. And it's, it's not going to get you where you want to get. Unless, well, unless, unless you want to end up in a fucking war, then, then yes, you're on the right path. But if you are looking for a peaceful resolution, well, you're doing everything wrong. But then, I don't think BLM movement is about peace. I think BLM movement, Antifa and AOC and leftists, those extremists, I think peace and harmony are on the bottom of their agenda. And that's, you know, that, that hurts that a crazy bitch like that has a voice of millions of people. And I'm not saying that everybody supports her. I'm just saying she has enough support of people that are loud enough to create a situation that we're in worldwide. And I'll tell you one thing. If you think that what you're doing is a solution to anything, then you are going to get surprised because all this leads to is a martial law. And once you get martial law implemented, then nobody fucks around. Try and fuck around with military. Try. Go ahead, AOC, try and fuck around with them, you fucking nutcase. And I'll tell you what, until then, I will defend my point. Because whatever those crazy fucking people are saying, it's just, it, it doesn't have any substance. Sadly, however, governments, and I'm not saying majority of governments, but certain bodies in the government are starting to give in to this fucking inclusive, libertarian, leftist, in other words, crazy-ass agenda of smoothing everything out. Everything has to be neutral. You, don't, you have no rights. You have no individual rights. It's just straight-up fucking socialism. Uh, actually, straight-up fucking fascism. Because whatever goes against their agenda, they will shut it down. They will just fucking eliminate it. Or like do their best, obviously. <laughs> Doesn't always work. They've tried that with Jordan Peterson. Didn't fucking work. You know why? 
because they're full of shit. And he isn't. And he's got a point. And these people are fucking crazy. And whatever's going on in the world right now, I get it. I fucking hate violence. I hate violence. I've been around enough violence in my life to actually know what I'm talking about. I actually know what the fuck violence means. And I'll tell you one thing. It's appalling. But creating, like fighting violence with violence is never a good solution. Especially when we're talking about domestic conflicts. Do you want to have a fucking civil war? Is, is, is that what you're planning to achieve, AOC? Because you're in, on the right path to completely divide everyone. Well, fortunately, most of the people implement common sense when it comes to these fucking crazy things. But sadly, there is a minority, minority of people that are dumb enough to follow the BLM movement, not realizing that the last thing that BLM is about is black lives. And the first thing that it's about is destabilizing the harmony, right? What could be kind of considered harmony, because right now we're as fucking far from it as it goes. And not so long ago, things were kind of working. So that's what I think. I think these people are fucking insane. I don't think they plan ahead. They think ahead, even a week ahead, one week ahead. That's what you got to fucking think. Is, are the consequences of your actions going to cause more harm than you could probably possibly comprehend? Probably yes. Do you really want your country to be turned into a fucking war zone? Civilized, first world countries, United States, UK, they're just, they just get vandalized by these fucking crazy maniacs. And you know what they do? They say, Black Lives Matter. So there's my fucking excuse, bitch. I'm gonna burn your car. I'm gonna burn your fucking house to the ground. I'm gonna break into the fucking Apple store. I'm gonna steal a MacBook and an iPad because Black Lives Matter. Well, <laughs> wake the fuck up. What you're doing is only making things worse. You're not finding any solution whatsoever. You're not offering any solution. You're not, you're not doing anything good. And yeah, what about Chicago homicides? Nobody's fucking talking about Chicago. People die there on a ba daily basis. How come is nobody talking about that? That's the fucking Black Lives Matter movement for you. That's the purge. And that is what those brainless fucking idiots are trying to achieve. That's what they're aiming for. They're not aiming for a peaceful resolution. No. No, they want to divide us. They want to separate us. They want to make us weaker. They want to destabilize us. They want to defund the police for fuck's sake. <laughs> Do you know what martial law is? Well, it's common. And I'll tell you what, AOC. You might have a few allies, you know, a few spineless fucking hypocrites having your back. But the truth is, shit like that is not going to go on forever. 
because people are slowly starting to realize, hey, you know what, this is fucking insane. And to call me your enemy just because I don't support your narrative, your agenda, well, that's just wrong. I'm not your enemy. I am not the enemy of anybody, okay? Except those who try and inflict harm upon me. And if you are trying to cause me harm, I am going to defend myself. Regardless of which part of the world you come from and what gender or skin color you are. If you try and cause harm, then I am not going to let you. If I can do something about it, I'm going to do something about it. I'm not going to let it slide. So don't fucking tell me that I'm anybody's enemy just because I don't want that shit happening. Well, thank God I don't have kids. Because if I did, then I'd, I'd, I'd be walking around streets with a fucking gun. Because these people are killing people. These people are throwing fucking glass bottles at innocent bypassers. Just because my standards, whatever. Just because they are there. Just because you stand there and you don't fucking scream along with them. Black lives matter. And all that fucking shit. I can't breathe. Just because you don't support that, you are automatically the enemy. And with all due respect, I respect everybody, regardless of their skin color, regardless of their beliefs, etc. But if you come at me saying that I'm your enemy, well, you can go fuck yourself. And you can call me whatever the fuck you want. But how could I possibly, with a conscious mind, support your violent, violent ideology, your violent fucking narrative. Well, BLM movement and all of those social justice warriors who went out on the streets and started demolishing towns, well, you've shown me exactly what you're into. And if that's your fucking ideology, if that's your narrative, if that's your fucking agenda, then I would have to be fucking crazy to support that and that's why I don't support it I support everyone who's a victim but let's be fucking realistic <laughs> you're just looking for excuses you're just looking for a bunch of fucking excuses and you got the best excuse ever black lives matter the best fucking excuse to literally make the whole planet fall apart just obliterate humanity because black lives matter. Guess what? All lives matter. I did not choose where I was born. You did not choose where you were born. I get it. There was oppression, systemic oppression, another fucking catchphrase, another great tool, another great fucking excuse to create more harm. And, you know, I'll tell you what, AOC, go fuck yourself. All right? That's my fucking resolution. Go smoke a joint. Seriously, go smoke a joint. Eat an edible. I don't know. Do whatever you gotta do to think alternatively. Just think outside the box for a minute. Trust me. You hit. You take one hit. Two hits. Your whole perception of reality changes. And I think that's what you need. Well, actually, let's be honest. For AOC, I'm not sure if there's hope. I think the only thing that could save AOC is DMT. <laughs> Just go to a different dimension for a minute and maybe they will slap that fucking social justice narrative out of you. 
other than that, I, I really don't have a fucking clue. Truth is, I don't give a fuck what AOC stands for. I don't give a fuck what any of those social justice warriors stand for. I don't give a fuck about their principles. Because, as you can see, their principles are rather harmful. Fuck. I don't give a fuck. I really don't give a fuck in your, about your beliefs, about what, what, like I said, what you stand up for. What I don't like, however, is when you try and inflict that shit upon me. When you try and indoctrinate other people with your fucking nonsense in a very violent way. And probably the most violent way imaginable in a civilized society. So, again, AOC, farewell, all the best, and go fuck yourself. And everyone else, seriously, wake the fuck up. This isn't going in the right direction. And, and uh, SJW, BLM, fucking Antifa, Agenda... <laughs> they're not the solution uh, so the funding police <laughs> we'll see how that goes it's never gonna happen it's never ever going to happen okay and if it does god forbid god forbid right speaking of weed I need to take a hit I've been recording for over an hour and I had none I haven't had any weed at all. I haven't had any weed at all, all day long, actually. So I think now is the perfect time to sort of start getting towards the end of this episode, this milestone episode, and uh, perhaps just chill the fuck out for a minute. One more thing that I wanted to say, you know, I think it's really important, that back to Joe Rogan, Jacko, Tim Ferriss, and a lot of other people who keep getting after it, who, who, who actually have discipline and who actually represent the values that I, that I can support. What makes all of them stand out? I'll tell you what, they stay away from mediocrity. They all stay away from mediocrity. Then they don't let mediocrity anywhere near their perimeter and if somehow mediocrity manages to sneak in they deal with it they don't they don't try and sweep it under the rug they don't postpone it they don't hope that it's gonna go away no as soon as the mediocrity sneaks in they fucking deal with it they conquer it and they obliterate it and these guys don't give mediocrity a chance. And that's what makes them what they are. That's what makes them effective. That's what makes them successful. That's what makes them great. And that's what makes them hell of a lot better role model than AOC. You know, if you are looking for someone to look up to, then then I don't think you should look into politicians because they don't have your best interests in mind. Well, unless we're talking Tulsi Gabbard. Yeah, Tulsi actually has some brain that actually works. And she's great. Well, she's a veteran, so I guess that makes sense. You know, she, she, she thinks a bit differently <laughs> than the fucking snowflakes do. But I'll tell you what. Enough of my shit, enough of my opinions, enough of my biased fucking <laughs> this and that. 
I'll just say one more time, do not amplify anger. Amplify peace and amplify competence. Competence is the solution. I get it. There is sort of disproportionate, you know, oppression, whatever. I get it. I get it. That cannot be ignored. But violence is not the solution. Violence isn't going to get us out of it. Violence is only going to make it worse. And all that the leftists are doing right now is violence. None of it is common sense. None of it is logic. None of it is science. It's all violence. And if you dare saying anything that goes against their fucking ideology, you're immediately the enemy. So they're going to try and cancel you out. They're going to try and make sure that you don't ever get a job again in your fucking life. That you starve to death and, and seriously just fucking die. Because you're not an ally. You know what? <laughs> Fuck all that shit. No, I'm not a fucking ally. You know what I am? I just want to live my own life. And I want you to leave me the fuck alone. And I don't want no lockdowns. I don't want no fucking riots. I don't want no violence. I don't want to be worried that, you know, a bunch of fucking idiots are just going to jump at me. Or people I care about even worse, you know. Just because we don't support your fucking narrative... With all due respect, your narrative makes no sense. So there's no fucking point. No, no, no reason for me to ever support something that doesn't make sense. And on that note, <laughs> this was the episode 20 of the Effective Mindset Podcast. And, uh, shit, this weed's good. I can already feel it. So yeah, I'm gonna go and I'm gonna work out and... And you look after yourselves over there and, and take care of yourselves and, and yeah. <laughs>